When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the Fifth Quarter Studio in Madison, Wisconsin. Madison, Wisconsin. You're listening to the 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast with our host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, Before we jump in today, I'd just like to give a big shout-out to teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It is every resource. It's something I would have wanted as a young coach, and that's why I started it. I think it's something that can help you become a better basketball coach, win more games, be more connected with your players in less time. So go over and check it out, and let's head off the podcast. Hey, everybody. Um, I just thought I'd get on today and talk a little bit about post-COVID, considering we're almost a month into the new season. 600 and some days between coaching my last game in March of, of 2019 to, um, to my first game in November of 2021. So 600 and some days, I thought it would be an interesting kind of perspective just to talk about things. I'd love to hear from all of you to go over at Coach Collins GMM on my Twitter account. Come join our Facebook group basketball coaches um, email me at steve at teach hoops i'd love to hear what you think um as far as the season goes uh or if you're watching this on youtube uh put comments down below subscribe and like we like those too but anyway if you're listening on the podcast we'd love a review i read every one of them i'm gonna start reading them i think on that on here but anyway um thinking about this i i think for the first time in my coaching career i probably underestimated the effect that not being around my guys for two years um i feel and i was talking to uh the girls coach in our school i feel like a first year coach i feel like i've just gotten hired and into a new school um because the culture and the tradition that we've had in this building for so long um has no history because no one that i'm coaching right now um played under me before so i'm having to build up our tradition um you know we've got some injuries right now you know right now i'm starting two sophomores and a freshman who in the last time we were playing were 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 youngsters were freshmen or were not freshmen we're in middle school um so I think the loss of instruction to everyone, not only the youngsters, but the upperclassmen is uh, noticeable in our state. Um, it's noticeable in the Milwaukee area. It's noticeable in Madison and Kenosha and some of the big cities that did not play last year at all, did not have any contact, did not do anything. Um, and the reason is, and this is, again, if you've listened, you know that I'm a statistician. It's that I don't have enough data. Um, 
they don't know what they can and cannot do in our specific conference, which is one of the bigger ones in, in the state. Um, so I'm having to consistently teach. I'm having to consistently tell them what will work and what won't work and that they should trust me. And, you know, we're part of the way in, but I don't know if they trust at this point. I think um, I had a discussion with them recently that playing in the summer and playing organized are both have valid points in your development as a basketball player. I have no qualms with summer, no qualms with high school. I think they both play a purpose. However, there are not um, necessarily correlations with how the game is played. Um, you know, when you're playing four games on a Saturday in April, you're probably not getting scouted like someone that's seen our teams and our programs for the last 15 years. Um, so I think that is something, and I, and I just, I don't know if it's unique to Wisconsin in the sense that part of our state played and part of our state didn't play, um, if that would be different or if everyone. So I feel like an example would be, I feel like they're, if they were supposed to be in fourth grade, they're actually in second grade. So the developmental and the things that they need as players, as people, as, as students, as anything, are a little bit behind where they normally would be. And, I, and, and, and again, purely observational study, I don't have anything to go on it, but having coached for 30 plus years, um, I definitely think something is going on. I definitely do. Um, you know, we're working on a straight man. I, I'm a, I love funnel down. We got to get our man down first before we go to the funnel down level. Um, we're still working on that. We're still working on just how to run a break, how to pass the ball. So um, I would just, I wonder what everyone's thinking. Again, to reach out, I'd love to hear what you think about post COVID. Um, if you played, if you didn't play either way. Uh, I would also, uh, hope that you would jump in and join teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Um, not only that, and Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market, you should check them both out. But uh, you will not be disappointed with teachhoops.com. The, the community that we've grown makes me so excited. You can tell it in my voice. So come on over and join us. Become a teach hooper. Um, and we'll talk soon. Bye. O'clock. Will that affect... Um, Will that affect blowouts? Will it affect the almost 100-point score that I was discussing earlier? Or won't it? I don't, as a statistician, I don't have enough data or I haven't gone back and looked at old stuff to kind of know how that will make it fall. Um, but I think it's a, the shot clock is something that definitely needs to be uh, in that discussion point when we're talking about mercy rules or blowouts or 100-point victories. Um, and again, not... I, I, do I think we need a shot clock in high school basketball? Probably not. Do I, I mean, is it going to matter? It'll be interesting if we, if we definitely get one, um, we get one in, in Wisconsin and then do we go back to quarters? Do we stay with halves? Um, so that will be an interesting twist. Do we, do we do that? Uh, what length would it be? Um, I, in, in my in my one argument for not having it at the high school level 
is you're talking about a you're talking about a small sample of of games that are pullouts or slowdowns and what does the shot clock do is it forces games to be played in a similar method and that would be my um that would be my you know it's going to look like a lot of the college games now and it's not you're not going to see all the variation of different types of of zones or mans or things like that so i don't know i again shot clock i could do a whole podcast on the shot clock but uh, i just wanted to throw that in is like how do you think it uh, how, how how do you think it affects the um relationship with um blogs and games that are out of control okay have a great day bye sports social podcast network